Welcome to Investors Insights, where today's topic is going to be domestic focus. We chose that topic because there's a lot of talk, especially in the news media over the weekend and last week, around very uncertainty in between Russia and Ukraine. And while that is a very important topic, it's something that, that, we, that the markets have, have less history and we have less control over. So we really want to focus domestically on areas where we have good market history and more of, a, more of an understanding of how this may impact on the long term and less really of a short term global geopolitical events that are almost impossible to predict. So today I'm joined by Ty Miller and Adam Van Zandt. Thanks, guys, for the discussion this morning. I thought we really covered a lot of good topics and came up with really this domestic focus. Largely around in, internally, it looks like the U.S. economy is still growing and doing very well. 70% of the S&P 500 companies have reported earnings, and those earnings have been very, very strong. Year over year, we're seeing a 31% increase in earnings. That, that helps explain how the market could do so well. So how can the market go up so much and not be too expensive? That's because earnings have grown at extremely fast pace that has kept the market from getting overpriced. So then when we look into the future, not just the past 12 months, where could earnings come into the future? And our friends at Strategic has provided us this chart that I feel like is helpful. And it shows the trailing 12-month earnings versus the peak 12-month period of earnings for the different sectors of the economy. And you can see kind of where we may see more growth. You can see in energy, nearly $66 billion worth of earnings off the peak. So there's a lot of growth left there and financials almost 50 billion and then industrials almost 16 billion. So there's pockets of the U.S. economy, very large pockets. They still have a lot of room to growth before they reach their peak in earnings. And then that doesn't mean that the areas like healthcare, materials and staples that are currently at their peak have to fall off. They can continue to grow as well. So there's still a lot of optimism going forward in the U.S. economy. When we, when we look at that, though, one of the biggest drivers that we've said outside of fundamentals that may harm the stock market has been the Fed and inflation. Ty, well, you, you gave us some really good data points this morning. Why don't you, why don't you let our, uh, our viewers here in on that? Yeah, Trey, as you alluded to, um, earnings have been great. Uh, but what's really driving this market right now is the Fed and inflation, of course. Um, I know we're getting tired of talking about it, but um, every month they come out with the inflation numbers. And uh, so this month, 7.5% highest in quite some time. So what does that mean for, for us and for the Fed? Well, the Fed now, um, we're now seeing the possibility of six rate hikes. That, that, that has not been forecasted yet until this latest number. Um, luckily, the Fed is going to get another look at inflation next month before their March meeting. Um, but now on the table for the March meeting could be a possibility of uh, a 50 basis point hike instead of a 25 basis point hike. Now, what could that mean? Um, you know, it, it, it kind of took the market by surprise, I would say. So um, we definitely need to keep an eye on that. And hopefully uh, the Fed does not over tighten as they did back in 2018. Absolutely. We saw the, the reaction of the market to a potentially overly hawkish or more aggressive Fed the market kind of fell off towards the end of the week last week based on that fear. And there's a lot of emotion behind that. So that's why we always like to, to look at the technicals, because the, the pure numbers take all the emotion out. And that's where Adam recenters us often with, with what are the numbers tell us? Adam, what, what's the market telling us? Just pure numbers, not emotion. Yeah, Trey, we continue to see volatility be a theme for 2022. So we saw Friday's S&P close come in at 4,418. Give us a new short-term resistance level of 4,450, a new support level of 4,390. We currently see the 100-day moving day average of the S&P 500 sitting at 4,574. So to your point, Trey, talking about earnings, along with Ty talking about the Fed and inflation, these are very important data points to take into consideration when we're looking at technical analysis. 
Yeah, absolutely. But those are some really good, strong numbers where we may see strength if we can touch if we we touch on some of those lower lower support areas, and we may see weakness if we if we end up near some of those ceilings. So a lot of a lot of data there, and I, we hope that was very helpful in kind of trying to build. What we're trying to do is build a narrative. It really focuses on where we stand in the U.S. and with our markets and with our clients and their monies. If you have any further questions, would like to discuss any of these topics or other topics with us, please don't hesitate to call, email. We love talking with our clients. We love answering your questions. And if you if you feel that this information was helpful, please don't hesitate to share it with your friends and family. Uh, we look forward to talking with each of you in the future. I hope you have a great week.